0: Hi, Gratitude Seekers, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, um, I have a really interesting and special guest for you, as always. Um, His name is Ash Manuel. He is the founder and creator of Growing With Gratitude, a well-being program that teaches habits of happiness to primary school students, teachers, and families in a fun and innovative way. In addition to that, he is currently head of physical education and sport at Emmanuel Primary School in Adelaide, South Australia, a highly regarded international baccalaureate school uh, where he has served for the past 10 years. His aim is to help give children and students the best possible start in life. Teaching kids to serve others at a young age is uh, simply will spread to a world of giving people. This is what uh, he thinks, and uh, I'm glad to, to have him here for you. And um, I will let Ash tell you more about uh, himself and what he does. Ash?
1: Yeah, thanks, Georgians. Thanks for having me you on your podcast. Yeah, really excited to be here and share with your audience, uh, I guess, a, a bit of a, a journey over the last five or six years and hopefully be able to add some value to your audience.
0: Awesome. Thank you for being here. So, Ash, um, this is a pretty incredible story that you, you created this to, um, to help children uh, learn gratitude and spread gratitude. And I, I think this is amazing work that you're doing. Uh, how, how has this started and uh, what have, been, have you been doing in the, the last couple of years? Yeah, yeah, no, it's quite an interesting story.
1: Uh, I've started, or I came across this way of thinking about six years ago with gratitude and and to cut a long story short, I uh, was looking into property investing actually and discovered that a lot of these successful property investors put their success down to their happiness and then they talked about gratitude leading to their happiness. Now, I always knew what gratitude was, but I didn't realise until then you can actually cultivate it. So you can cultivate gratitude. You can cultivate kindness. You can cultivate empathy, and I didn't I didn't realise this uh, until I was in my early thirties. And so I came across the book by Sean Acor, uh, The Happiness Advantage, and so I applied a lot of his, theory, uh, his a lot of his philosophy in my in my life, and started doing these little short daily two to ten minute habits, and had a huge impact. And a couple of years later, I thought, well, I, I knew that a lot of schools were looking out for positive education. Uh, to do in their their schools, but nobody was really sure how to teach it. So I had that background, a bit of knowledge for my own benefit. So in January of 2014, it was, I thought I'm going to have a go at creating something that schools can use, not just in Adelaide, South Australia where I'm from, but across Australia and across the world as well. So it's targeted at primary schools, and the philosophy is about um, creating, uh, I guess, uh, a culture of gratitude across the whole primary school, including Students obviously themselves, but also teachers and and school leaders and, and families. So and it's based around the philosophy of really explicitly teaching children what a gratitude and kindness and positive reflection and empathy is. And then after the explicit teaching, then we go into short short little daily habits and we present them in a fun fun way, which we we call the Daily Habits of Happiness Wheel, which is a web app that we use uh, as part of the program. So it's an online resource. Um, 95% of it is online. There's a few resources that we send out to schools to use uh, to complement the program. But that, that's that's how it came about. And I, I think it came from a frustration as well that I never learned about gratitude or, or kindness in school. It was just, I think we just expected either have it or not. But the powerful thing is that we can cultivate it. And the earlier we teach children about how to be grateful and kind and empathetic and mindful and and uh, and reflect on the positives, it's, it's going to build that resilience and happiness is joy. And that's so important for the, the next generation to learn.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And I think that um, usually parents want their children to, to be happy, to be successful. And usually when they think about that, they, they think about going to college, they think about getting a good job and um, many people got to that point and okay i I've been to college I got a good job now what I'm supposed to be happy why am I not happy because this is how I am supposed to be right so um, I think this in my in my view success uh, for a parent is a, a child's happiness and uh, cultivating gratitude and educating uh, children in this way is is amazing and I also love the fact that um, you go at it holistically like uh, you don't just teach the children you also teach the teachers and uh, the parents so uh, i think it's much easier uh for the the three parts to to help each other afterwards in in uh, maintaining this because i think if only like the children would do it it's good it's great it might influence the the, the parents also um but having also the the parents and teachers, I think this is an an amazing combination.
1: Yeah, it's something that I, I totally agree with, George. In that, I think the reason why I wanted to include the teachers and parents in particular is because it, a lot of parents and teachers of my age, which I'm in my mid 30s, and a lot of parents who are that age and teachers that are that, that are my age or even older or younger, positive education and positive psychology wasn't really around when they were. when when we were children so it wasn't it wasn't being taught and if they haven't stumbled across it well they don't they might not understand that you can cultivate gratitude and and happiness by by practicing it and and i think it's really important that we teach children to think as well so and i don't know i can't remember being taught how to think in primary school i mean i maybe i wasn't listening but it's uh it's something that i think um it's really important that we can actually teach children and 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 it can the way that we teach children to think is yes we we learn these the positive habits about gratitude and and kindness but it's important to teach us how we 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 benefit from that so it's it's great to be grateful and, and practice it but the real power comes when we actually can reframe things so if we're having a bad day we can reframe it to think well yeah it's it's a bit of a bad day and things haven't gone my way but at the end of the day it's really not that bad i'm going home to a loving family i've got food it's not it's not that bad and really lowering the bar and teaching children to understand that, that uh, really those little basic things that we so often take for granted, just to really appreciate those things. But the most important thing is to, once the children develop these habits and understand what gratitude is and practice it, then that next step is the reframing to really make the most of that. And, and it's the same for parents and teachers as well, and that, that's what we, we aim to do um, with the program.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I think we also learn a lot by example, like... Um, if we uh, see the parents acting in, in a certain way as as children, we we tend to do as they, they as they do rather than as what they say that we should do. So uh, by by cultivating this in parents and be, by them being an example as well. Um, the children, I think, uh, will learn much easier, and this is awesome. Also, of course, the teachers are are important in this uh, again because they are role models for for many of the children. So, I think this is awesome. So, um, getting back to um, to us, um, what is what is your favorite quote on gratitude dash, and why is that?
1: Well I think there's there's a lot of good quotes out there but I've, I've got one that from actually Oprah oprah Winfrey and and she's got a quote that says "Be thankful for what you have you end up having more. If you concentrate on what you have well, sorry if you concentrate on what you don't have, you'll never ever have enough and i I love that quote because it really it really reminds you of that to be grateful for what we have because I mean if, if we worry about not having enough, well that's going to cause us stress and and unhappiness but if we just worry about what we have and be grateful for that whether how big or small it may be i think that's when you can be really or really stress reduction because we we don't if we got too many things we have got all this stuff to worry about well that causes stress in our lives but if we've just got the basic things and, and all we the basic things that all we need to i guess live then and focus on them that's the most important thing because it reduces so much anxiety that that other big more more material items and things that we have. So I, th- I think that's a very powerful quote. And there's these other ones like that as well, but that, that really sticks out to me.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think, uh, it's really, go- really good. And, um, uh, I was thinking about it, uh, at one point about the fact that, uh, you can never have enough. Like, uh, I was thinking if I would be rich, like have, I don't know, a million dollars, a million dollars. And, uh, Hmm. okay, I can buy this, I can buy that, but if I want, I don't know, a plane, probably a million dollars might not be enough. So I can still be miserable even if I have that million dollars, you know, yeah. and um, it's it goes like this forever. It's like, it's never going to stop in this way because like if you are, you have a million dollars and, uh i don't know you hang out with friends that have more you think oh my god I, I i have I have to have more and uh yeah, I have to go to that place where it's one one million and one hundred thousand or something, and you still can feel frustrated so uh the way we feel uh is not so much uh from what happens on the outside and much more from what happens on the inside. And, uh, we can be happy even if we don't have that million dollars.
1: <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a great example. Actually, I really like that one that you use about the plane. Well, like you could have a million dollars, but you still can't afford the plane. So you're not going to be happy anyway. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's an excellent way to look at it and I yeah, totally agree with what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we can be happy if we have $100 in our pocket or we, if we have 1000 because this is what we, we choose to see and uh, this is the, the power that we have and I think this is, this is free and this is beautiful and we have it all the time with us. So, um, what do you do when it's hard to be grateful, Ash?
1: Well, I think uh, it, it, that's a good question because I think it, when it's hard to be grateful, what do you do? Well, I think there's always something to be grateful for. Like you, you might think, oh, everything's going against you, or, or things like that. But it, it, there's always something to be grateful for. Like there's always somebody worse off than you. So that's when, like, when I think it's a good. That's when I think it's important to develop the habits of gratitude and, and things like that, and you actually consciously practice. And that's when the power of that comes back to really help you. So yes, it's fine to feel anger and sadness and frustration. And that's perfectly fine. That's part of being a human being, and those negative emotions are important because without them, we won't experience happiness and joy. So to really to really stop and actually, okay, acknowledge that sadness or the frustration or the anger, but then stop and just reflect and think, okay, well, at the end of the day, yes, it, things haven't gone the way. This is it's hard to really be grateful for. it's hard to be grateful but okay at the end of the day there is somebody worse off than me i do have two arms i do have two legs there's people out there who are missing arms and missing legs it's not really that bad and i mean that that's a bit of an example of how you can really i guess overcome things and i mean i used having my limbs an example but that's true like it's it's if you can just think of somebody who's worse off and those people without limbs like for example they're always going to find things to be grateful for so it doesn't it doesn't matter what your situation is. There's always going to be something to be grateful for, and always somebody worse off. So I think it's important to to acknowledge. Yes, it's it's, it's hard. It's hard. But at the end of the day, it, there's always somebody you know in a worse position. But the, the, I'm repeating myself a bit, but I think it's really important to to uh, emphasise is that you've got to acknowledge first of all, acknowledge that sadness, and then or the, the anger or whatever it might be, and then from that then move on and always think of something to be grateful for because there's always something. So I think that's, that's a really good way to overcome like that 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 when it's hard to be grateful. And I think it's a good strategy to use.
0: Yeah. And I think it's exactly like, like I said, in the example with the friends that might be richer or something like that. Um, it's, it's the reverse of uh, comparing yourself with others and feeling frustrated that you don't have enough or that you are not enough or, or things like that. And, um, being grateful uh, focuses uh, the attention on what you already have on appreciating the things you have and the things you uh, uh, like about yourself and uh, I think this is really powerful because where uh, where f- where the focus goes energy flows <laughs> and the results show <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely so um, I'm sure that uh, you have had some Tough times in your lives, in your life, like we all all had. And do you feel like gratitude has helped you in in those moments?
1: Oh, no, absolutely! It, it certainly does. And I think I think it, it's pretty much what I was saying before that. Yeah, it, when the tough times come, it, it you, you do. I guess you you got to find the strategies to bounce back, and I think gratitude is a big way to do that. But again, it, that that I'm pretty lucky in that I've discovered I've been practicing gratitude on a daily basis because uh i uh I, who was it? i can't remember I, I can't credit the person because i can't remember who said it but I, I was listening to um someone talking one day and they were talking about it's impossible uh to be grateful unless you actually practice it like because when your your heart your mind and your heart align that's when the true the true gratitude uh comes into play and that's when you can actually apply it into your life and and, and use and use it to get through tough times because You've trained your mind to think differently and put things in different perspective, and that's when you can overcome those tough times. So, it's, um, it's again, it's about feeling that anger, that frustration or, or sadness, whatever it might be, but then stopping to reflect on, okay, well, I'm actually really lucky. I do have a loving family. I do have food on the table. Yes, it's tough, but I'm, I'm okay. Like, I've got the basics to need, and over time I'll be able to work on strategies to get through, and I guess that gives you a little bit of hope. And but again it's it's that practice that you've you've developed. So it's not gonna happen overnight, but if you do daily little practicing of gratitude and, and kindness and empathy and positive reflection and all, all these little call positive habits, but it's um, yeah, important practice over time. So then we when it comes to use it, we've got it in our I guess our toolkit to actually use yeah. to overcome different situations.
0: Exactly. Exactly. This is how I see things, also, and uh, this is one of the reasons that uh, I'm doing the gratitude podcast to uh, help people uh, get to to into the habit of gratitude. Because uh, when it's when things are going great, it's really easy to be grateful. But uh, when things aren't as good as you thought it thought they would be, gratitude is is a really good tool to to help you in those moments. Um, Do you, by the way, do you have uh, a meaningful story about uh, gratitude and a story that helped you be a more grateful person or helped you discover gratitude as uh, a really deep uh, understanding, like a personal understanding of gratitude?
1: That's that's a good question. I, I, I can't really pinpoint one thing because it's been a bit of a, a bit of a journey because I, i've always thought i was a grateful grateful person but then i realized well maybe i wasn't because i didn't practice it until probably regular five, about six years ago when i, when I was talking about before and i came across that you can actually cultivate gratitude and so i think it's been a, it's it's been a progression of uh, over a uh, constant practice to to work through different situations. Now, I've been pretty lucky in my life where I haven't had to overcome too many uh, serious adversities. But I think what's actually really helped is that, going from um, you mentioned about being a primary school teacher uh, in, in Adelaide, South Australia, I've actually um, stopped doing that now because I'm doing growing gratitude full time. And I think wow. that's so. That's it's it's not so much over uh, because um, I, I've overcome something, but what it's actually allowed me to do is okay. If if I just work on this daily um, over time, it, it'll get me and just chip away and be grateful for uh, um, having that degree under my under my belt, so I can always go back and teach teach. So if the worst thing worst thing that's going to happen if this falls through, well, I can go back and teach, which I'm really lucky. So and it's just being able to use that approach and being grateful for the opportunity to uh, be a teacher, and then at the same time working on growing the graduate on the side. I was I worked on it for the side for three years, and and then been able to, oh, in the last, uh, probably, uh, I was actually, I did this full-time last year. Oh, for most of the year, I was doing this full-time as well. So over the last 18 months, I've been able to yeah, transition to this full-time. And that, that came from being grateful for, yeah, I've got a roof over my head. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a, it'll be a bit of a financial challenge at the start. But at the end of the day, I've got the basics. I don't, I've got enough. And I, I can keep doing what I really love, which is the Growing With Gratitude program. And I love teaching as well, but this is, I guess my true passion that I really love doing. And 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 the worst thing that could happen is that I'll go back and teach. And I think if if a lot of people, because um, I'm no, no believe me, I'm nothing special. It's just all I did was just work work on this program every day for for since I started three years ago. And I haven't had a day off when and that doesn't mean I work it's been hours and hours a day. It's just been some days I'll just write an email, but it was to do with the program. It just kept that momentum going forward so if people want to um are stuck in their nine to five job which they which they hate it it's calling depressed depression or they're they're not um enjoying life or, and they want to create something that they really do love you can do it it's just about having that daily discipline to work on what you want to do and obviously you want not going to quit your job and then go and do something straight away but it's about just working on the side um yeah, I do have my job. I'm really grateful that I do have my job. It allows me to uh, work part time on on creating a lifestyle that I really want to, and and it's 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 a powerful way. But I only I think that way of thinking only comes from that when you actually develop that gratitude and, and practice it on a regular basis. And that's and that's the power of it because at the end of the day, well, if it doesn't work out, you just go back back to your job. And that's I mean for me, that's a very lucky situation. I'm truly grateful for that. So I think that's hopefully that sheds a bit of an example of. How gratitude has definitely impacted my life and the philosophy, I guess, of of, of learning.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Um, but I, I think that you're, you're teaching uh even even now and uh even in your work with growing with gratitude, you're you're still teaching actually. And So uh you're not uh, uh you're still using your skills so they won't get old. So <laughs> that's very good. Um and uh, one thing I'm really curious about, how do you teach gratitude to children?
1: Yeah, that's, that's a good, good question. So basically, it's, what I found out is that when I started to do these little daily activities, which um, first of all, I, I uh, was doing the ones that Sean Akel provided in his book, which was just write three things, that were, three, three, three things I was grateful for every day. And that was a great way to start. But over time, that actually got a bit boring. So, it, so you start to lose that, uh, I guess the the meaning that it was supposed to have. So it was a bit of a chore in the end, rather than a positive thing, which which started out positive, but over time, because I recognised it for about for over twelve months, like every day, like literally every day, and and uh, and I've, and it, that, that was something that um, okay, well, and actually I'll, I'll tell you a bit of a story. I actually. We actually trialled that with 12 kids, um, grade one to grade six, a mix of boys and girls. And it was only a small sample of 12 kids and they had to write three things they were great for every day for five weeks. And again, every one of those children and their parents in a, in a written survey and in an interview process said they found writing three things they were great for every day boring. Mm-hmm. So that, that was a really good, uh, I guess, feedback. Not to say it's a bad activity or kids don't do it, but just not every day. So that's when we discovered we well, how, okay, well, that's when we realise, well, how, how can we, what well, other ways are we going to can we cultivate gratitude within children? So that's when just be a bit more creative. So, for example, uh, one of the activities and uh, it, it's a bit of a, a common, um, another way to teach it is like with a big gratitude tree. So you've got the gratitude tree and a paper leaf and children write something they're grateful for and stick it on the leaf and it's really good display in the room. So it's really the same philosophy, but it's just slightly, it's just a subtle change in how to cultivate it and it makes it more interesting. And you might have heard of the, the gratitude jar as well where you write something on a piece of paper and put it in the gratitude jar and keep it in the classroom. So just thinking of, of, of different ways to actually cultivate it uh, rather than just writing three things you're grateful for every day. And there's, a, there's other ways to do it as well. well we've got this uh, activity called Stop, Think, Appreciate, and it, it's about students identifying in the classroom things that they can be grateful for. So, for example, their water bottle or the lunchbox, uh, their, their pencils. And they get a little uh, labelled sticker, so it's just a small, small sticker that they can put on something in the classroom that they're grateful for, and that acts as a reminder to when they see that to trigger to be grateful. It's not—it's not like they're meant to be see the sticker and then think about it for hours. It's just that see the sticker, just a quick, quick reminder, just a, a two-second little gee, we're actually pretty lucky to have what we do, and then move on, with the going. But that's I mean, that's consciously training training the children's mind. To focus on the good things that they've got in the classroom, and and then over time, then hopefully that will turn into more uh, unconscious where they recognise a lot more things to be grateful for. But it's a really good, really it's been a really effective way of actually teaching children that, and uh, and not only for at school, but it's a great little activity to do for adults at home in their families. Uh, and if you live with a partner or you don't have any children, it's still a great one to do as an adult. So it's just it's just been a little bit creative and thinking of different ways to cultivate it rather than just. Uh, the I guess the more traditional activities, which are considered um, the ways to cultivate it, um, take them, but then just adapt them in different ways so to make it more engaging for the children. So it will stick over time. So I think that's a, a good method
0: that we found. I I love it. I love it, and I love the fact that uh, uh, it's in the environment. It's not something that you just do with your head somehow. That you just write. Uh, it's something that you interact with so it's part of your your exterior world also and i uh, and i really love the idea uh and i think i think it's really great to to have this to to get uh, this habit uh for children uh because it makes a lot of sense like if they go out in the world they will they will look for things that they are grateful for and yeah, I I love the idea. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Um, so, getting back to the children, um, uh, if you could go back in time, uh, what you, would you tell your younger self uh, about uh, gratitude?
1: Oh, well, I think, and that, that's why one of the reasons why I created, wanted to create this because I was uh, very well. Bit frustrated that I, I didn't actually learn this when I was a child, and and it was nobody's fault. I just think I just don't think it was realised that I think psychology was always thinking, okay, how do we fix things rather than how do we I guess prevent and learn Enhanced. positive psychology and enhance. That's the word, <laughs> and uh, and it's yeah, it's something that I, if if I was if I was a, um, a, a, yeah, looking back in time and taught myself this, I would have actually practices as a, a young young child, because when I think as, as children, as teenagers in particular, if we can plant the seed, we'll plant the seed for happiness in in primary school, then when those more challenging things happen in adolescence, because generally primary school age kids are generally happy. Uh, I mean, there's a bit of a uh, an issue with uh, mental health issues in, in children, but most, uh, the high percentage of children are generally happy. But as they get into teenage years, they've got more pressure on them. And if I learnt this as a child in primary school, then those little challenges with bullying and and I guess I loved playing sport as a kid and I was quite competitive and used to get disappointed if things didn't go my way or something happened. And I could have used that that I guess that uh, that reframing that I would have learned from learning about gratitude by thinking, okay, well, yeah, that well, we yeah, we did lose today or didn't get picked for the team, but at the end of the day I'm really lucky that I've got an opportunity to play sport. Like it's not really that bad. I'm gonna Go out. I'm, I'm going to learn from my mistakes and use that. I guess that growth mindset, positive reflection type thing, and 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 yeah, and and, and try to be better next time. And, and i just wish on you that way of thinking. And, and I mean, it's it's very powerful to to learn. And I think if if we can get children to think that way, it's just going to create a much better much better world and, and give kids the opportunity to get through tough situations and and hopefully reduce that um, the mental health issues in in children. I um, mean in, in in teenagers and, and then in adults, and and it, it's it's quite a big issue at the moment. So uh, yeah, I think I wish I just learned those positive habits when I was in when I was in primary school to I guess uh, set myself up uh, through those teenage years and into the into adulthood.
0: Wonderful, yeah. Um, I love the idea of uh, growing with gratitude, uh, like. I know that you you most probably you thought about this uh, uh, thinking about the children that they are growing and they are growing with gratitude. But uh, listening to you, what you were saying, I was thinking about the fact that uh, when we beat ourselves up uh, in the teenage years, when uh, we only see our flaws and things like that, um, this is this is not very helpful in our growth as as uh, as human beings, as uh, future adults. And uh, gratitude actually helps us grow. Like um, if we appreciate the effort that we did and we we love ourselves even though we didn't reach that high level, I think we can build on that much easier than if we beat ourselves up all, all the time and uh, i think this is this is another way of seeing growth like uh, putting one brick after another um emotionally and mentally and uh, doing this by by uh, being grateful and by uh, seeing gratitude and i think it's much it's a much stronger foundation than beating yourself up <laughs> yeah absolutely totally um, so, what do you do on a constant basis that uh, helps you be more grateful?
1: Well, I guess being doing this full time now, I'm constantly it, it, it helps being teaching it to children and I guess creating uh, lessons and little activities around gratitude, so I'm constantly around it. So, it 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 it's just a part of like who I am now. I think, and it's and it helps a lot. I mean, obviously, still like by no means I. And nowhere near perfect at it but I've, i think i've come a long way in that i've developed skill and i've been able to reframe things a lot but again i keep on talking about this reframing but it's so important that's it's it's it's, it's the key to actually learning about gratitude and everything because with it then you can then you can use those skills to uh if, if things don't go your way or something like that you can quickly bring yourself back to a more neutral state of of been okay well it's not really that bad and then move on because if, if we're in a foul mood like it's really hard to concentrate and be productive and and um relationships suffer and and we get depressed but if we can bring ourselves back to a more neutral state then we, we are more productive where uh, we we have better relationships and if, if we're feeling good well we can you only enhance yourself and, and go to the next level anyway um but i think I think that's a, it's just a it's just a part of who I am now. I'm very lucky, very fortunate to be in a position where I get to talk about it on a frequent basis to children and, and teachers and to families, and it's it's a really good situation to be in because it's uh, it, I'm practicing without uh, without having to really concentrate on it. It's just part of part of my daily life now, which is great.
0: Awesome, awesome, um, and I I really love the idea that. Um... So what what I understood from from what you were saying that uh, gratitude is a foundation for everything we do in life, actually. And it's a a great foundation to have because when we are in that feeling of gratitude, um, we do everything much easier and we enjoy everything more. And uh, Yeah. yeah, I love this. I love this and it's great to have this foundation from early on as much as possible. All right. So, um, do you want to mention some people in your life that you're uh, grateful for?
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously there's, there's a long, long list. I've got my, my parents who I'm extremely grateful for. I think, um, obviously without our parents, we're not here. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was grateful for my parents and they've always supported me in all my decisions and, I haven't always been, at uh, high school I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I, I tried a whole lot of things and they're always willing to let me do and supported me with what I wanted to have a go at. And, and that was a really great thing. And I think that's, uh, I guess as I got older, that's actually been something that um, I, I've real, and that's, I've, I guess them supporting me through that way as I've got older. I think I've been gained confidence to try different things and, and give it your best shot, and, and I'm really grateful for my parents for allowing me to uh, yeah to to explore different um, things that do make you happy because I, I think it's no point in doing anything that doesn't make you happy because life's too short and you don't want to be just doing something that you, you can't stand. And and I was yeah really grateful for the parents to, for supporting and encouraging you to do what you want. Uh, also grateful for. Um, my partner she's she's a fantastic support and um, yeah she's she's been very great she's been fantastic and encouraging and and uh, with particularly the growing of gratitude and she knew that how much it I guess means to me to um, implement it but and, and grow it into schools as well and she's yeah been very supportive and i have got a lot of friends and other family that are can be very grateful for and I think um, I think yeah if we really appreciate our friends and 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 uh, and, and and yeah, I think our relationships are very important. The key to uh, key to success, really. So I think if um, without those people and around you, it's, it's very hard to uh, uh, yeah, I guess yeah, develop in or yeah, go to where you want to go in life. And and also grateful for for people like Self Georgian who I guess putting the word out there about gratitude and, and putting out a podcast that people can listen to, uh, and also. Um, I'm grateful for that, the people who write books because I think um, we, you learn so much from, from reading. and I was never used to be a reader, but some of the habits I've got into is read it's actually in, in Sean's, Sean Acor's book. He talks about reading 10 pages every day because uh, it's a positive habit. and I, I always read uh, some kind of book that I can learn something from and try to apply it in my life. And, and those people who write those books are very grateful for them they give us an opportunity to learn. So I think, and, and you can go on and on, to be honest, like, there's so much so much to be grateful for and so many people to be grateful for, but yeah, that's just a few. That, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm that's sure, true. I'm sure, I'm sure. So uh, you were mentioning um, uh, the idea of books, of uh, being very important and you, you being grateful for the ones that uh, wrote books. Do you have a, a book recommendation for, for our listeners? Yeah, I've got
1: a, I've got a couple actually. I think the the how uh, sorry the um, the Happiness Advantage by Sean Achor. That's a brilliant book to start with because that he talks about his philosophy is about just doing daily positive habits. And his his daily positive habits are on gratitude and kindness and positive reflection, uh, reading and exercise. And he, he talks about over time those will compound to success. And it's not just about doing it once once off and not doing it again. It's about daily positive habits and. And it doesn't have to be long a lot of the, these recommendations are only like two minutes and, and it's just getting in that routine of actually doing it and it's a brilliant book to start with then uh, more in more recent times I've uh, just finished reading the book of joy by the Dalai Lama and uh, Archbishop Desmond tutu which is a brilliant book it's it's got so many ideas and their main that what they talk about mainly is gratitude empathy and compassion uh, it's very it's a great book and they give you great strategies to to use as well and it's not it's not really a I guess uh, uh, a religious type book. It's just for it's it's a it's a book for like the world, like to really for anyone to use that philosophy of uh, of empathy and compassion and, and gratitude. It's it's a, it's a great book, and, and they they give their view of how they see the world and, and what we can do to improve it, and also give strategies to uh, what you can do to uh, to I guess alleviate suffering. That's what they they talk about and enhance yourself. So yeah, they're, they're two great books, and there's. Is, um, yeah, there's some brilliant books out there that people can read
0: for sure. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So um, are you doing um, the work that you do just in Australia or do you do it uh, across the world or how does this work?
1: Yeah, so it, it's online. So basically, yeah, it's accessible to anyone in the world. Uh, there's, there's a few different, I guess, levels. There's some on our website. There's some free resources that, um, that schools and teachers can get started with and And then there's the whole school approach which is uh, online which if, if school wants to come on board then they get access to all the, all the resources to basically uh, implement a whole school positive education approach and and it's, the, the approach has been based on uh, what teachers and school leaders actually students uh, from their feedback and, and we've given them what they wanted. Um, so this has been a, a slow process over over three years to actually get to this stage because we really this is not about growing gratitude or about me or anything. It's about what teachers want, and we and we feel we've been able to give the best possible resource, and that's been that's been able we've been able to do that through um, a, a great partnership with the University of South Australia, where we've actually um, we test the program as well, so we actually it's, it's, it's evidence based. So uh, to answer your question, yeah, this is something that can be uh, done in, in anywhere in the world. We've got all oh, these schools in like 40 odd countries who access the resources or in in some involved in some capacity. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's developing into a true global program and that's certainly our aim to, to, uh, to create the best possible resource in the, in positive education for primary schools across the world.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. So um, thank you so much for, uh, for doing this and for being here with us. Um, where can people find you? Where can uh, people see, see your work?
1: Yeah, on or um, well, if you go to growingwithgratitude.com, that's uh, that's our uh, main website, and you can go there and just have a look at the what it's about. And if if you want to be, if you're interested in your school uh, being part of the whole school approach, you can contact me at info at growingwithgratitude.com.au, and and yeah, more than happy to I love love talking to teachers and schools about it and how we can help them. So. Yeah, that's that's one way to uh definitely contact and also on social media we have got um facebook um slash growing with gratitude and uh we're on instagram i think at growing with gratitude as well so it's uh yeah there's a few places to find out what we're doing a bit more about uh yeah the program
0: wonderful wonderful so uh again thank you very much for uh for being here with us and for sharing your story uh, sharing the things you've learned along the way with the growing with gratitude. And thank you for, what, for the work that you're doing in the world. I think this is wonderful. And uh, I myself uh, would have loved to be in a world which uh, teaches children uh, gratitude. So I think this is amazing.
1: Oh, Thanks, George. Now I really appreciate your time. And I uh, um, yeah, really admire what you're doing as well. So yeah, congratulations on that. <laughs> thank you. Thank
0: you. Are you looking for an easy way to be more grateful and happy during work days? Get a daily checklist with the best five ways to easily supercharge your gratitude during work days. You will discover the simple tricks that will make gratitude easy for you that I've learned from interviewing amazing successful people for the gratitude podcast. You will also have simple daily checklists that you can print and use right now and also tips for what to do when you wake up, when you're on your commute, at work, after work and before sleep. You can find it on georgiambenta.com slash checklist. Again, georgiambenta.com slash checklist.